me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast the left-leaning politics and atheist podcast that uh is finally done with your goddamn fireworks and apparently everybody's watched every episode of fucking stranger things 3 already because they're talking oh, about it and shit and i'm like i haven't even started yeah I like a day ago a Fuck I, you. I haven't had a chance to start it either so <laughs> i don't know when i would have started it i don't know i'm hoping i'm hoping that gets to be my day tomorrow i did like work stuff. Oh, I don't have time. God damn it. I'll have time on my trip. I think I'm taking my PS4 on my business trip here pretty soon. Like, I took the Switch last year, and I got boring kind of quick. I I need to bring, like, a Final Fantasy. That'll keep me busy for a while. There you go. Or I could just do more live streams, because I'll be in my hotel room and be like, I'm bored. Entertain me, people. (laughs) Like a Roman emperor. Be like, I'm bored. Thumbs down. (laughs) Anyway, how are you guys doing out there? This is episode number 257, and we're so glad to have you along for the ride. I'm X, your host for this and every episode. I go by the name X, not because I'm edgy, but because my name is more interesting than Biggoth Dickoth. Joining me tonight is Kyle Steenblick and uh, Felicia Entwistle joining us once again. How are you guys all doing? Uh, Okay, so now that the new week is here, is is there anything that you would like to bring up that has been happening to you recently? Dogs. Dogs. Yeah, dogs oh. are apparently they're they're just they're just a menace. So climate change. Are you yep. familiar with uh foxtails at all? Oh yeah, those are those are a bitch. Yeah, they are. And they can get in dogs' hair and then embed themselves in their skin and mm-hmm. give them infections. Yeah. One of my dogs likes to roll in them. Oh, it's just so prickly though. It's so good. <laughs> and they get stuck in her hair and Roger and I picked out over a hundred minimum. This would be yesterday. Yep. It was depth. Yep. It was yesterday. Yesterday was a long one, especially around dogs. So I had to double check that that all happened in the same day, which it did. So yesterday we spent probably two hours picking these things and brushing her hair and it was just it was a nightmare and she was miserable and we were miserable and it was awful oh and then like she really needs a bath and so like i was like literally grimy it was awful um so i you know i i take a shower after dealing with that and i feel much better and the day is generally going along pretty fine 
sister and her boyfriend come over and he's being an absolute asshole all night, but whatever. We do a pokey walk and then we play some Game of Thrones trivia. And right as we're about to finish out the game, everything's fine. We smell skunk. <laughs> and so we, Roger and I immediately jump into, oh, everybody inside. But, but somebody didn't latch the gate. And the schnauzer led his brother, who was the one who sp- got sprayed last time, out the fence. And that is where he found his second skunk. <laughs> and this one was an adult. And he came home. And I hate skunk. <laughs> I hate it so much, you guys. And like I we I we did a much better job of quarantining and dealing and just processing, but I'm telling you, it was like 1230 when this happened. At that time, and I just started throwing back drinks. See, I'd I'd had a good buzz by this point in the night. I was gonna be nice and sleepy, it was gonna be great. No, I was like, no, and I just started throwing back drinks. Yeah. And it was uh oh, and then another dog rubbed up on him. So that's two that needs <laughs> baths now. And they get to sleep their asses outside. They were fine together. They like each other. So I guess that was fine. Like they seemed fine. Um, but it was like 233 <laughs> by the time we finally got to go to bed. And I kept putting a very scented lotion. It has like essential oils in it under my nose to sleep because I was gonna die. <laughs> and I hate skunk. And then today. Roger and I had to go take stuff to the fucking landfill. So I've had a very stinky couple of days and I'm not happy right now. <sighs> How are you guys? <laughs> oh, it's been interesting. Hi. Um, not not in not in not in a catastrophically interesting kind of way, but just interesting. Okay. And I know I know he, he has stuff that he wants to talk about, but he cannot. There is a lot of stuff I would love to talk about. I was like, you know what's great about interesting stories? Like hearing them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I, I guess we could take your word for it. (laughs) These, these, these stories are not ripe enough yet to tell. (laughs) They're, they're still developing. Well, it's Uh, so, I mean, yeah, hopefully uh, next week is, is going to be uh, full of stories. (laughs) Oh, good. Well, and I hope there's no skunks in your future. Well, we're talking about it really depends on how you how you quantify that. Right. But yeah, Uh, going off of the stinky, nasty kind of stuff. uh, As I finished the uh, finishing the show editing last Sunday and. Mm -hmm. okay, so here I am Sunday night working on shit down here. You know, uh, I I tend to give myself way too much time to do something that shouldn't take that long because I, I get kitty cat ass uh i, I just get sometimes Not your child cast without cat butt. i just i sometimes just uh procrastinate and i know it's terrible yeah. but that's my work ethic that's how i've made it through to my 30 almost 40s now it's like i will do work hard ass for like 20 minutes and then cat video or you know something like that i'll do something yeah. i need to take yeah. multiple small breaks throughout mm-hmm. my entire work thing so anyway i i finish up mostly most of the show editing and I work in the basement. That's what this whole area is here. And so with with it being the way that it is, I have drainage pipes I can hear like in 
What if the one goes off over here? I know it's the bathroom or like the washing machine, mm-hmm. bathroom in my room. If I hear the one going off over here, I know it's a separate bathroom that's usually attached to where the kids' room is, like right where that is. My, one of my the most relaxing sounds in the entire world is hearing like when somebody takes a shower and the water runs through the pipes for like a long time. It's one of my favorite sounds. I love, that sound. I love it. So I heard the the <laughs> trickling noise at around one o'clock in the morning, and I'm like. Okay, that's not my wife. That's somebody else in the house having a hard time. I run upstairs to go see what it is and immediately see a kid huddled over the toilet bowl, head buried. Oh, no. Oh, boy, what happened here? And thankfully, she's the one that usually gets the the sickest whenever whenever like like flus or stuff comes along. So, yeah, she chucked in the bed. And thankfully, since she's had experience enough with it, she knows where and how. You know, like, don't get it on your pillow. She still did, but uh, don't get it all over your comforter. So if you're going to feel like you're going to throw up, immediately throw all the shit towards the end of the bed so that you don't get it on all your stuff that you love, like your stuffed animals, everything. So. Oh, so that was a good hour and a half cleaning all that shit up. And that's a quick cleanup because I don't know if people actually throw their like. Kids sheets, like with all that vomit and stuff on it, like in the washing machine just as is i i don't know how you would do something like that because that's fucking no gross. you don't i don't know i have not had vomit in my bed no, no yeah you, right. you you don't do that you carry it you carry you it carry to the sink the, you carry the to the sink or to the toilet and you god damn it, i don't want to hear that i know this is nasty. i know i'm god, just i don't want to go into too many details deal, i'm just saying that right you deal with the contents and then you so i have the strong i have the yeah. more of the iron stomach so that doesn't bother me so much my wife i'm never this is awful. It is awful. Yeah. I, can, but I don't want to. I, I can't handle it. I, can I cannot see. handle this stuff. Like I would have. I, I, so I, I took care of that part. And so get her back to bed. And I'm like, OK, well, uh, I need to finish the uh, like because I finished all the editing, but I didn't like publish anything yet. So it's like, ah. oh, that's at least another 30 minutes worth of work. So I didn't get to bed till about two in the morning. And I got up the next day pretty early because I couldn't sleep. And I stayed up absolutely too late because Maddie from the Objectively Subjective channel uh, had me on for an interview last last Monday. And so nice. it's been a whirlwind last week for me. <laughs> it's just going to get even crazier because I've got a trip coming up to Pennsylvania one more time. So anybody in the Pennsylvania area starting next Sunday, as I'm saying this on the I don't even know what fucking day it is right now, guys. It is the it's the sixth. So. If if you guys see me on the 14th, if you're in Pennsylvania, hit me up somewhere on social media and I'll I might be able to get out of the hotel and have a drink. I don't know. We'll see. That's a long ass travel day, though. Utah to Pennsylvania is a that's uh, a fairly long trip. I mean, it's not bad, but uh, no, nah, I don't think it's that bad, uh, except I mean, I once uh, one time uh, on the when I flew out to New York, we got a good wind behind us and then, like it was only like three hours. Yeah, I just have a big ass layover in chicago not big enough not big enough where i can actually go out and do something but yeah at least i'll be able to make my connecting flight without having to do the whole hurry your ass as quick as you can from concourse a over to q you know (laughs) like oh that's only like seven miles away you can walk there quickly even with the the speed walking thing no 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 so anyway that that's been my week kyle you got anything Uh, 
no, nothing, nothing terror, nothing, ter- nothing really terribly interesting. Uh, just, you know, burying yourself in work because uh, we have holiday shit. Yeah. And at my work that right before leaving for the holiday, you know, the, the day before the holiday, you expect people are going to try to keep things kind of nice and quiet. No, somebody did some severe damage to some equipment across the United States and that. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> on the day before the holiday it's like do you know how hard it is to get people on the phone who are already checked out for the entire rest of the fucking week <laughs> so uh yeah i feel you go mm-hmm. so anyway we got a big show for you we're gonna go ahead and get to it we're gonna go ahead and uh push out more of that uh you know it's not called the the homosexual agenda anymore they've changed it to a new hashtag did you guys hear about this oh no, no, the conservatives no. call it globo homo now Oh, and so I mean, we're huh. gonna own it. Okay, we're gonna fucking own that. So <laughs> that's yeah, I'm all for global homo. Like Glo- everyone, globo homo, <laughs> globo homo. Right, that might be the most creative thing a conservatives ever come up with. Honestly, yeah, because they usually can't meme, but that's actually pretty good. That's pretty good. But it's funny. But also, it's funny that not bad. They think coming Promise? up. They think that they're coming up with this and they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to put them in their place by using this. They don't understand the gay community. They're like, oh, you made this thing that you're going to hate on me with. Okay, thank you. This is mine now. This is mine. (laughs) And um, I'm going to use it. (laughs) Do do you think we we are we don't like that? Because like we're for that. Yes. Yeah. Lobo homo for sure. Everyone homosexual agenda. I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want straight people to exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I want the worst, I want so. straight people to stop lying about the fact that yeah, they're hundred exactly. percent straight. Just, you know, yeah, exactly. Stop like trying to be cool, okay, or going with this fad that like straight is like the most common thing, or like even a thing. Because come on, now we all know. And just, you know, like, I, I'm just saying, stop, like, tricking yourself. Yeah. And, and it's just a phase. I know it's just a phase. Um, but, like, you know, I, I feel like Come on, guys. I don't want I don't want straight people. <laughs> it, it's OK right. to admit what part you're fixating on when you're watching the porno. It's OK to admit that, you know. Or just just admit to yourself that, you know, all the parts are really kind of nice to look right. at. And and I and I bet they're all pretty fun. Uh p- petition for better lesbian porn. <laughs> yes, please. Instead of male fantasy lesbian porn. Yes. Yeah, yes, really, it does nothing for me. I'm like, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is Utah Cast. We'll catch you here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. All right, I'll build a stage. Lao Tzu, use mind control to get a huge audience. Buddha and Smith use powers to find a band. Seaman, you and Swallow go get a sushi for dinner. <laughs> it's Sea Man and Swallow. Okay, Seaman, you guys head off. Fine. Swallow, come. 
<laughs> no way he just said that. Recently, uh, Tristan Morgan, age 51. This comes to us from the, the mirror.co.uk. I know it's not the best website to go to, but you know what? They had this great article and I had to use it. Was caught on camera pouring petrol on the religious building and set it alight. It was a, a synagogue that this guy. It was Exeter Synagogue. Oh, wow. Synagogue? I, I heard somewhere else, or I read somewhere else that it was. It might have been a mosque. No, it's Exeter Synagogue, it says here. Okay, it is a synagogue. Okay. Yep. And he's, he goes up to the building, and he has some sort of tool in his hand, and he the window is obviously probably plate glass or something where he has to chip at it to get a hole dug into this whole thing. It's probably like a hatchet <laughs> or something. Mm -hmm. Then he puts the petrol can into the hole, pours it, and then gets ready to light the light. And then next thing you know, this motherfucker is engulfed in flames. Like it, <laughs> it blows out the window at like a 12 foot fireball, like a four meter fireball coming out oh. of this window. Awesome. Blasting in this shithead's face. Oh. I mean, that is, that is just, uh, I don't, I don't really know what else to call it other than divine justice. <laughs> Well, I mean that that HVAC really just fucked him over at this point, you know. Hey, hey, guys, hey, guys, just a just a quick heads up. You, you know, most buildings are pressurized from the inside, right? That well, sure, if they have sure, if sure. they have air conditioning. But, you know? but I mean, it's also it's also very important if you are going to pour petrol. Maybe, gasoline maybe we shouldn't give hints into, hints to into, arsonists. Into oh no, I mean it's it's not even if you're going to pour any substance into another thing, make sure the hole you're pouring into is sufficient to handle what you're pouring in. <laughs> Make sure your nozzle fits in the hole before you go. That's good advice. It is. Just generally. Generally speaking, yeah. Well, I mean, and the hole is fine. He just didn't expect that the the petrol vapors coming through this tiny little hole with this air pressure I'm not was going to flamethrower this guy. <laughs> I have no idea how to light a building on fire. So I have no advice to give. Yeah, and but but not this way. <laughs> but I well, yeah. do know that I really enjoy someone trying to burn down a synagogue. Does not succeed in that, but then ends up on fire themselves. Oh, I hope, I hope it hurt. Not really bad, but like, like bad enough that they're gonna have like two weeks of hurting two weeks. oh it's it's they're gonna, so they're gonna hurt for a little while it says here that uh the white supremacist was given an indefinite hospital order at the old bailey in london today Damn, it's too much uh the, he I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sympathizing for his pain i'm not saying like oh the poor guy. no okay because here's okay hear me out here's why <laughs> i wanted it to just be like lost eyebrows and hair and a few blisters you know like the kind of blisters that stick around for a couple weeks and god didn't they're so tender is because they're gonna have to walk around with that yeah i was gonna shit. say he, you want and they're gonna they're gonna just have to know their shame and their embarrassment and they're not gonna get to that to to like feel that bad for themselves they're just going to have to sit there and go fuck that was so stupid. And everyone's going to be able to see that they did. Like, I want like just yeah. like eyebrows and a couple blisters yeah. and everyone's going to be like, ha. Right. <laughs> well, but, I mean, if it's, if it's any consolation to you, uh, this guy's name and picture is now public yeah. in, in his I mean, community. And there's a video of him doing it. So 
everybody yeah, can like, enjoy watching it happen. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like the internalized consequences, like instead of like being so consumed by pain, yeah, no chance for self reflection, right? But like the the like just enough pain that they can't help but self reflect a little bit, but not enough that it's like they get to feel sorry for themselves would have been the best. I, but apparently like, but an indefinite, I mean, again, I don't feel so bad. Like, like, I'm not like, Oh, the poor guy. A, oh, you spent a long husband's day. No, I don't I, I mean. Like I want, uh, like, <laughs> I want, it was, I mean, if he died, I would have laughed at him still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit, we laughed at the other white supremacists, the blue, the blues fucking ass up. White supremacists are going to get no sympathy here. No. No, and I, w- no, I was going to go, maybe we should get some, uh, maybe we should get whip out the giant buoy knife and do the whole uh, Jew hunter, you know, swastika in the middle of the fucking forehead. Anytime these guys get busted oh, with hate crimes, you know, yeah, well, I mean, it'd just be easy to walk down the road and be like, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I don't want anything to do with that guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I mean, but I'm not. Right. I'm not for the state getting the power to do that kind of thing. I'm just no, saying. no, 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 no. <laughs> and the downside, and the 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 downside to that is, you you know, uh, beliefs and ideologies and the kind of thing they can change. Yeah, but uh, by the time can, by the time you get to try like burning down a synagogue, yeah, you know, yeah. you're 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 fucked. That's I it. mean, I, I hope that you get your get a change, but uh, I don't think that you get free of consequences. No, you don't get free of consequences. You're gonna ha- you're you're gonna have to live with face scars from your body being engulfed in flames because you tried to pour gasoline. Oh my god, it must to a synagogue. It must have like. Like I bet it aerosolized, and then like, oh, right. that would. Oh yeah, the vapors. Oh, and yeah. You know he spilled. You know he had to spill all over the ground trying oh, to. Pour oh, it in that's hole. terrible. He chipped in a window or in a wall or something. So he had he pled guilty. <laughs> he he at least pled guilty to the the charges that he was under. The he got arson and two charges under the terrorism act. So he's going to be probably doing some time somewhere. Well, at least he yeah. gets to be called and a terrorist. That's not what we would call him he here. Does, he does. He does. And, you know, funny story. The, when he when he got in front of a judge for that that hearing, the first thing the judge said is, why didn't you just pour it through the mail slot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what most normal arsonists do. What, what, what's wrong with you? Uh, let's well, see. The far right extremist with, quote, deep rooted anti-Semitic beliefs laughed after he set fire to historic synagogue. The judge was told Superintendent Matt Lawler, the local policing commander for Exeter East in mid Devon, said that it was sheer chance nobody was worshiping in the building at the time. I don't know so much. It was sheer chance. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Wait, did he, he did this during the day? They, yeah, this was uh, this was about Jews. Or, this was about look. I think it says seven fifty in the evening. So not, oh yeah, not well, nighttime. On what day? Uh, in July, Saturday? like in July of it, this was last year when the video was captured, but they didn't release it until after he was already because the okay. the British legal system but is like, different, and you know. Did they? Did yeah. that police person think that Jews are like Jehovah's Witnesses that are always in King goddamn Hall. time yeah. at church? Because <laughs> like that's not Judaism, though. Yeah, no, it's not. But I mean. People will still go to a synagogue. At yeah, I'm sure. Times. So, I mean, just, it says here. Like I am glad hurt. that no Jews were hurt. Really? Yes. Truly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm v- v- yeah, 
we're very glad nobody aside from the guy who tried to yeah. say the fire was hurt. <laughs> Fuck that guy. It says here that uh, Morgan is very clearly unwell uh, and following multiple detailed medical assessments, it is clear that a hospital order is appropriate. He will be subject <gasps> to further assessments and close monitoring for many years to come. Do you know what? Do you know what would have been really funny? If someone attempted to put the fire out with a milkshake. Uh, the footage which was aired in open court shows the level of planning determination and intent by morgan whom the wider evidence clearly showed he held abhorrent extreme right-wing anti-semitic and white supremacist views or as we call it in america republican Mm -hmm. views um it is only by sheer chance oh we already said that part but uh that the synagogue was emptied and indeed that morgan himself sustained only minor burns Oh, see, so he got what I wanted. And okay, my minor burns. Enough to okay. realize what a dumbass move that was, and to really think about what led him down that path. Mm-hmm. So God, you guys. Right, right. Although you know, in his defense, you know, if he had a good lawyer, that lawyer would have, uh, or I guess he's in the UK, would have been a solicitor. Never mind. I don't know. Oh, but but I mean, <laughs> if they had a good one, they would have stood up at that point and said, yeah. I don't really know that we can say that there was much planning involved here. Well, I mean, he really, this was not a well thought out plan. Well, I mean, it, it does say that he was charged with collecting information and encouraging terrorism. So uh, a joint. Oh, so there were there were other plans. OK, yes. uh, it says Morgan of no fixed abode will be the subject of long term monitoring by the police and partners if, if he's ever released. Yeah, because, you know, Nazism doesn't float very well in England, of all places. Oh, no, you know? not really. Although, you know. I mean, it's there. It's there. It's making a comeback. Right. Uh, Alistair, yeah. Alistair Richardson, prosecuting, said Morgan made songs exhorting others to violence against the Jewish community and had an array of material that. Oh, oh. Someone oh. get me those songs. Oh, he was, I, he know, I know the lyrics are going to be terrible and awful and like really deeply disgusting, <laughs> but you also know they're going to be terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you with know, microphone levels like, that are like this, you know, let me. Nickelback <laughs> is going to be jealous, like, like, or like Nickelback's going to be jealous of how bad they are. I'm just saying. <laughs> Look at this bag of you gold. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. It's going to be, it's going to be real bad. And I I want those like Cody of some more news wants Ben Shapiro's drama, uh, Harvard dramedy script that he wrote. And I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you want to, you want to bet that this guy uh, likes Ben Shapiro? Oh, I'm sure so he does. He has, Jordan Peterson. Oh, no, no, no. I know, I know. Ben Shapiro's a Jew. I know. But uh, Ben Shapiro himself makes a very clear point uh, to define like religious Jews versus ethnic Jews because a lot of Jews don't Jew good enough. Because we got an other, right. even when the, we're the other, you know. The ethnic Jews are the, they're the, they're the real troublemakers. That's right. Mm-hmm. Says that. They're the ones the that own all yeah. the money in the world. They're the Bilderbergs. Right, and the... right, 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 right. Anyway. Oh, uh, also, Benny Ben, Ben, Ben Netanyahu. Also, super anti-Semitic a lot of the time, guys. Right. Wow. Well, but he because he's in Israel and he's a leader of Israel, he, that's impossible. You can't possibly do that. Yeah. Of course. Oh, and fuck <clears throat> Israel. 
<laughs> they, they don't have to. That's not these guys. I'm just right, I'm yeah. personally right. saying fuck Israel. So as he was put in a police van, Morgan said, please tell me that synagogue is burning to the ground. If not, it's poor preparation. So later, as his burns were be tr- being treated in the hospital, he told the staff it was like a bomb going off. It wasn't like a bomb. It was more like a fireball in your fucking face. I don't and know how you it. saw anything with your it eyeballs on fire, out. you dipshit. It burnt out, you dumbass. <laughs> it just went poof at you, and that was it. Yeah, you basically poured gasoline on the side of a building and lit it on fire. The synagogue yeah. built in 1763. Holy shit. Holy man. shit. Is the third oldest, third oldest in Britain. Not the, the oldest, but third. <laughs> Holy shit. That's we Americans have no sense of, you know, long history when it comes to stuff like no, this. No, <laughs> no, we don't. There were Muslims here at that time, though. 17, what? Yeah, 63. Yeah, there were. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mostly slaves. Well, it's like I, I went into a, uh, a restaurant that had been in D.C. for like 200 years, like when I went out there for a trip one time. And the marble steps that were leading either up to like the cocktail area or down to like this other area were had been so worn that there were like footprint, like carved That's out awesome. footprint things where people had been walking on. I'm like, this is an old fucking building, man. <laughs> I'm like, that's so Our awesome. Is not that old. No, not that. But old. enough to wear down stone. That just it, that amazes well, yeah. me. So that's cool to me too. Yeah. yeah. No, anyway, uh, president of the synagogue, Mr. Richard Housie, said that we sincerely thank the local police for their brilliant response and for their thorough investigation and support since the traumatic events of last year. In particular, we wish to highlight blah 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 blah. blah. We're now back in our home and it is as special as it has always been. So. Yeah, fuck this guy in particular for being a dumbass and thinking that he was going to get yeah. away with um and for getting exactly what he deserves. Right. For sure. Uh yeah, again, very grateful because um anti-semitism is a real problem. Mm-hmm. And uh Jews are again being very specifically targeted right now and it's increasing. So I'm very grateful that the building was not harmed as an atheist who doesn't like religion. I actually don't want these buildings to just go away. Okay, everyone, uh, chill yeah. out. May I, may I say, um, as a uh, beta cuck virtue signaling, uh, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- right, whatever right. you the, are. The mm-hmm. Jews can replace me. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> probably oh, very, man. probably very, very fairly easy. I'm not reproducing, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> I'm, most of us, most of us are pretty replaceable. I don't know that they'd really want to. <laughs> Well, that's actually why I'm not. Ugh, you live here? Because I'm <laughs> irreplaceable. All right. I don't need to have my genetics overshadow me. Right? <laughs> Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. What about that one? Ah, this dates back to prehistorical times when humans used to sit around and fuck each other all day. I've always loved you. So, they invented this snarf blat to make fine music. Allow me. 
It's stuff. Oh, the concert. Oh, my gosh. My father's going to touch me inappropriately. Ah! All right, people. You need to really quit worrying what fucking skin color a fictional Your being fictional is. Character. Yeah. <laughs> a fictional character. Not just any fictional character. A mythological creature. Right. Yeah. A fictional <laughs> mythological creature. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Because, like, a fictional character can be tied to a specific identity for very specific reasons, right? Right. Like, um, just off the top of my head, apropos of nothing, Tiana of the Princess and the Frog uh, was specifically needed to be Black because she was, uh, that, that was, like, she was a Black person from a poor back Black family in... Narlins. <laughs> no, I said stupid. <laughs> I know. I, I know that they say it that way, but I can't pull it off. It's okay. So from New Orleans, Nolans. uh and and the black her blackness and her ambitions are specifically tied to her character. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she was like a um, a centaur, <laughs> yeah, it, w- it, wouldn't, it wouldn't really matter. That's not gonna. Actually, that was a bad example because of the Disney's history. Yeah, oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, I was just trying to. Good point. Yeah, I like the centaurs yeah. in Fantasia. Yeah, <laughs> you remember Sunflower? No, I'm not. I'm. I barely fucking remember that show at all. So okay, yeah, they did a pickaninny, hun. Yeah, whose entire existence is to serve the pretty white ones. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you can't find you can't find it in modern versions of Fantasia. They've they've cut that out. <laughs> it was the only named black character, uh, or black female character in Disney until Tiana. So. Yeah. Well, unless you, unless you count the, the racist muses, crows. It, the, the muses in oh. Uh, Hercules. Oh no, you're right. It was it was it was the name the 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 Jim Crows. I don't think that counts. Was that no, what they were they, called? Yes. Yes. Holy fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 I never heard them yeah, called that before, I know. but <laughs> it's, it's so it's so subtle you miss it. <laughs> Speaking um, of which, Dumbo 28 2019 Dumbo Fuck that, fuck movie, that movie so hard. I heard it's real bad. I heard <laughs> yeah. it's real oh, bad. Fuck that movie. Yeah, it's not even enjoyable yeah. if you have drinks. It's that bad. It's terrible. But um yeah, up until the muses. Yeah, the muses did have names, actually. Like, not a lot of people know that, but they have credited names. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I, I just um, like the fact that the lady that played... What was the character's name in Hercules, the 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 love interest? What was her name? Meg? Megra? Was it Meg? Yeah, Meg. Yeah, mm-hmm. voiced by uh, Steven Universe's mom. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I really like her because she has to be, like, 33. <laughs> and she's yeah. so world-weary and awesome, and I love her. <laughs> I'm a damsel. I'm in distress. I can handle. I just like how she's Have like, nice ah, I'm not gonna fall in love. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I love. I love Megara. Uh, no, but um, that's an all right yeah, movie. There's... I don't know why more people don't like that one. But so there's some people who are definitely not racist who are oh, yes. really concerned. They are very, very concerned. That very concerned. Hallie Bailey has been cast to play. Uh, Ariel in the live action remake of the 89 animated hit, according to the Hollywood Reporter. Right. And she's, she, well, one, she's adorable. And two, she's good. Have you heard her sing? She, yes, she is really, really good. Oh, man. <laughs> like, at least they're getting someone who can sing. I'm looking at you, Emma Watson. And, oh, God. 
<laughs> she tried. They shouldn't have cast her. No, they shouldn't have. I I will agree there. That was not great casting. Uh, I, I'm not hating on Emma Watson like as a general, just saying she shouldn't have been Belle. But, uh, yeah, no, she's an incredible singer. Um, and she kind of looks like a mermaid to me. <laughs> like, she's just like, like the, her face has this, like, kind of right supernatural beauty to it almost to to where a sailor would jump off their boat and try to and she she looks very young she is 19 um but she looks very young and like that's what we need though we need a teen right yeah that's that falls head over heels for somebody that they can't get to so (sighs) right oh i actually read some interesting and um analysis of the original Little Mermaid story, and it's far more interesting. And I, I'm going to bring it up here. Oh yeah, that story is the because, original. Um, there's a there's a couple of different takes on it that are mm-hmm. way more interesting than people usually give the Little Mermaid credit for. Yeah. One, um, it yeah, she did fall in love with the prince, but that wasn't her primary motivation. She in the story was very curious about the surface, and just like in the movie about the surface and the world of people before she fell in love. And um, it's ultimately the story about a curious young woman who follows her dream to see the world and gain eternal life through heaven because that wasn't an option for her. Um, Yeah, because she was a beast, (laughs) apparently, according to the the stories. Yeah, according to the story, yeah. But they get... They get apparently they live for three hundred years. Uh, I'll take that over every everlasting Be- life, you know. Yeah, because why not? <laughs> oh yeah, I would too. Um, but she was ultimately just a curious and kind-hearted person. Yeah. Um, and then also it's it's really interesting, but the story coincides with a companion of Hans Christian Andersen's, um, who he'd spent a lot of alone time with, getting engaged to a woman. And him sending him a letter that says, I quote, I love you as though one loves a woman. And it is about his inability to fully live his gay lifestyle. And that he is the little mermaid is a really cool interpretation. I'm not obviously no one can know for certain that Hans Christian Andersen was a gay man. There's evidence, though. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Uh, no, didn't didn't the mermaid her. have to like spill the blood of the prince on her legs in order to stay human? Otherwise, no, she would to turn to, to a mermaid. Or to return to, to a return to a state of a mermaid because, oh, okay. So, quick summary. Yeah, I guess it, I should just. <laughs> it, gets, it gets a little fucked up. So, um, yeah. So she, so the day, the dawn after the prince married someone else other than her she would turn to sea foam and not exist. And she was already very young, uh, 15 in the original story. And she was supposed to have a lifetime of 300 years. And um, so her sisters trade their hair with the sea witch in order to get a knife that if she kills the prince and drips his blood on her feet, she will return to a mermaid and be able to live the rest of her life with them. Right. Um, but she cannot bring herself to do it because she's kind and she doesn't actually like hate the prince for not loving her, uh, <laughs> you know? 
And because uh, he's not done anything wrong in the story. He's not a dick. Oh, he's, so he's nice. Ariel doesn't like, black pill and, you know, try to take out yeah. the prince because. So nope, she, she throws. She, so instead of killing him, she throws herself into the sea. And as she turns to sea foam, she is suddenly transformed into a spirit of the air in which she will have 300 years of doing good deeds for mankind, after which she will earn a soul and get to go to heaven with people. So I hear nowhere. I hear nowhere in this description of a story that she has a specific skin color or hair color or hair color. <laughs> nope, it's not mentioned. Uh, yeah. So there's a bunch of people who are very, very uh, concerned. TMCR that the the <laughs> redheaded girl representation is mm. being taken away. Yeah, hey, not so much. Guys, really. that, that movie that you love from '89. It, still exists <laughs> yeah you can go back you and watch that watch as much as you want right and, and also and the, and the direct-to-video sequels so also um i don't know if people are aware but ariel's hair color is not a natural red hair color okay? no it's not um so it's not really a representation of redheads i mean natural for mermaid redheads i mean <laughs> well obviously um but that's so there's a twofold to that one there are natural redheads who are black people. Yeah. Uh, two, since it's not a natural hair color, they can do that on her. Three, if she's not a redhead, it's fine. Holy shit. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She's an, she's an incredibly talented young woman. She's right. incredibly talented. Uh, she has experience acting and is she's a phenomenal singer uh I, honestly because of her casting i it's my highest hopes for any of the live action remakes so far because she really is intensely qualified to play this character well and the director yeah. um rob marshall he did the um what was it mary poppins returns and uh something mm -hmm. else i can't remember which one he did but uh, they're still going to be doing uh, the Alan Menken music, and they're going to have new songs in it. So I'm yeah, gonna... Lin Manuel Miranda is contributing. Yeah, right. So mm -hmm. automatically, I'm interested. You know, because lib yes. I mean, uh, you know, liberal guy here that likes his stage plays and you know loves his musicals. Of course, I'm going to go watch yeah. something with Lin Manuel Miranda. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on. Yeah. Moana soundtrack still gets played in my house. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I love I love his music. Style. But Marshall uh, Marshall said in a statement after an extensive search, it was abundantly clear that Hallie possessed that rare combination of spirit, heart, youth, innocence, and substance, plus a glorious singing voice, all intrinsic qualities necessary to play this iconic role. So people need to shut the fuck up. I added that last right. part, but Quali qualities and skills that are far more important to the character than skin yeah. tone. Uh, than her, oh, and than her skin tone. I don't I do not want to imply that she is not the best person for the job. Oh, right. One, no, I didn't think you were. As yeah. someone as someone who's done theater, um, I don't really think that there's necessarily just like a singular best person for the job. It's not really um, acting. Yeah, like, that's musical yeah. work. There's a it, you know, it, it, OK, but she is obviously very qualified and right. immensely talented. Um, but there is also a part of me that knows that Disney know, knew mm -hmm. that if he happened to cast a young woman of color, there would be all this free publicity. 
they they are they are absolutely aware of their decisions. Yeah. And um while I'm always happy for young black people to have role models to mm-hmm. see in film and uh, people of color across the board deserve representation. Right. Uh let's not go out of our way like breaking our arms patting Disney on the back for this one because they don't do these things out of altruism. No. They want no. money. Well, no, that's that's not necessarily true. Uh, I well I don't they're they're not they're not altruistic. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but they they are aware uh at, at least their their casting and their arts department and the the people responsible for making these films, not necessarily the corporation that in itself, they are aware of the importance of representation and where we are and their responsibility. I'm certain that there are plenty of filmmakers, right. but the thing is that they don't get to make those decisions without the corporation. Yeah, without the it. money behind it, you know. Yeah, the corporation cares about money. So I'm not saying that the filmmakers are like, no, I'm not saying you need to like bash on the filmmakers or anything right. like that. And I definitely do not want to take away from the credit that this young woman deserves because mm-hmm. she deserves a ton. Um, but I'm just saying, like, don't act like Disney's some hero of social justice because they're not. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No, if you, I know. I know. I'm just I'm saying I'm saying there's there's a big machine behind it. And then people making these decisions and the big machine says, I've made a decision. And OK. No, I mean, obviously, yeah. this young I, I, again, yeah. this is the most excited I've been for one of the live action remakes because she is so supremely perfect for the role right well i mean well i mean so i've i've been excited for all of them because they are they they are like a a little vehicle that they are using for experimentation well and to extend their licensing rights as well i mean well there's 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 that too there's that money thing again there kyle there's that money thing (laughs) right no no there's there's that too but they can do that they can do that easy. They can do that with a lot more ease than making a a feature length film. Yeah, just go ask Roger Corman about his Fantastic Four movie that he made. Yeah. So no, really, I went and looked on Twitter. There are yeah. some people who are very concerned about the poor redhead kids. It's yeah. hilarious. Well, why are and they concerned about I... those soulless bastards that exist out in the world? Hey, did I lose my soul when I went red? Yes. Yes, you did. Well, you never had it. I mean, <laughs> you sold that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, where do you think I got these tits? <laughs> I was gonna. I really was gonna go there. I'm like, you traded your soul for a nice rack. I mean, <laughs> oh, they're so more good. of a pain in the ass than they're worth. Sometimes, guys, don't think that big tits are like they're the best. What thing. they are, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I like. Mm-hmm. My I like my body for the most part. I'm I'm actually pretty right, happy right. with my body for the most part as it is for me because it's mine. It's the one I got. But mm-hmm. I'm not like I don't fetishize tits though. <laughs> like right. so, I like mm-hmm. I like my body as it is for me. But there's no like big tits, good or bad. <laughs> right. Anyway, I I'm. I'm more excited to see this one than I have been for a lot of the other ones. I thought the Aladdin remake was good. I thought the beauty and the beast could have been better. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. Right. Uh, I actually, the, I the, really the, enjoyed the jungle book. I really enjoyed that one. 
Yeah. The Beauty and the Beast remake, I really like the song they added for the Beast, which was re- really necessary. I think it's a beautiful song. That's the end of my praise. <laughs> yeah, because there was a lot of interesting decisions they made. <laughs> oh, boy. I just want everyone to know that the era that they're replicating from France, literacy for girls was not only common, but expected. And the original Beauty and the Beast story was published in a girls magazine. Mm-hmm. so i'm just saying <laughs> literacy wasn't an act of transgression or anything and how dare we make our lives easier by finding a way to wash clothes easier everybody in that also, fucking town like a teleportation book <laughs> yeah that, that's, that, that's that's magic that was a thing magic. that was a thing that was a that was a thing that and happened. her mom died from the plague uh, yeah that was also a thing that and happened. her dad wouldn't just have said she got real sick what is this? What? <laughs> and like they couldn't have someone who can. We open this Maybe. can of worms. <laughs> okay, you know what? And now I've got to start talking about bright. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but you see, there is a Pixar, out, there is a Pixar movie coming out where it just brings up more questions of like, wait, they better why are minivans a thing in this mystical? Never mind. It's like an animated version of bright. <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah! Oh yeah, no, I'm excited. Oh, onward. I, I That's it, what it's called. Onward. Onward. I think they're actually gonna do some actual world building for that. Thing. Yeah, I'm 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 having a bit of a go at it. I'm just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. The Becky, or Normie, femoid is to be contrasted with the Stacy, or sexually desirable femoid, whose distinguishing features include makeup on point, never works a day in her life, naturally curvy body gives men instant erections, big tits and ass show fertility. Leave my buns alone, you savages! The Stacy, naturally, has a male counterpart, whom incels call the Chad. A Chad is a hunky alpha whose hands are always prepared to grab nearby fertile pussy. He has never heard a song in his entire life. He has a sloped forehead with a strong brow, rambow chin, strong jawline, flat occipital plate. So at least one Air Force base uh, in the United States is on the lookout for a sinister new threat. And I'm not even going to call them by like what they want to be called. They're, they're angry men who can't get laid. And this comes to us from uh, taskandpurpose.com. Apparently at a joint base Andrews in Maryland, personnel were recently treated to a threat brief uh, in regards to an increase in nationwide activity by self-described incels. The unfuckable. Yeah. Uh, members of an online subculture. You're not a subculture. You have one no, trait in common. You're not a fucking subculture of involuntary celibacy, mainly assholes to women. Yeah. Yeah. You're unfuckable. Right. Stop thinking that it's feminism that's doing this to you and realize it's probably some traits <laughs> of yourself. You. you know, that it's you. Uh, the, the Seymour Skinner thing is like, hmm. Maybe no. it's the way that I'm doing the things in my life that could be the things that I'm doing it. No, it is the feminism's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's the women. They're the problem. Clearly. Right. Uh, let's see. 
And if you don't know who who an incel is, it says who adapt an ideology of misogyny. That's kind of an unfuckable thing. Mistrust of women. That's also unfuckable. Yeah. And violence in response to their failed attempts at romantic relationships. And you also not really going to get you anything. You lot throw in with these people. You think that's going to help. Do you think that's going to help you get laid? I mean. I don't (sighs) think they really want to. Honestly. So the brief was made public via a screenshot posted to the popular Air Force Airmen NCO and SNCO, uh, senior NCO, Facebook page on Tuesday. An Air Force spokesman confirmed the authenticity of the screenshot to task and purpose is where we got this from. The screenshot was taken from Joint Base Andrews Intel brief created following basic threat analysis on an increase in nationwide activity by the group, the 11th Wing spokesman. Aletha Frost told Task and Purpose in an email. Several mass casualty events apparently tied to the incel movement have occurred with relative frequency in the recent years, starting in May 2014, when 22-year-old Elliot Roger shot and killed six women in Isla Vista, California, in retribution for years of romantic rejection that he detailed in a twisted and vengeful manifesto. Great. So Maybe you're just a dick. I, and that's why that's why nobody wants to fuck. I you. used to think I was unfuckable until I realized like there's a lot of stuff you're not doing that you know you're not exactly putting out the best you that you could be to the world. Mm-hmm. Physician, heal yeah. thyself. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are billions of people in the world. Nobody's unfuckable. Right, lower your standards. I mean, nobody, <laughs> nobody should be un, nobody should be unfuckable. I, I mean, I terrible people get fucked all the time. Our president being one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind was- of. Although I don't really know if I could say that he gets fucked more than he he humps. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Sorry, Roger and I were making fun of. Uh, just regular dicks, you know, oh, forgettable so dicks. That would that would kind of fit Speaking in of. with who we're talking about here. We're talking about the incels and Feli- oh. Felicia. Would you be a Stacy if that, if that? Are you are you that or what? I'm not. Oh no, I'm not a no. Chad. I'm definitely not a Chad. You know? Yeah, no, there's no way I'm a Stacy. Um, one, I favor buns too heavily. Uh, <laughs> two, this is not my day to day makeup. This is not ever my makeup except for this show <laughs> like um three i'm short like five one so i know i know there's plenty of like people who are into my shortness and like that's fine but uh I, i'm not saying that i'm like i'm conventionally attractive i would say you're small you know, got, <laughs> i'm a small SMOL. <laughs> but, I'm pretty, I'm pretty conventionally attractive, but uh stacy is like ridiculous like that's like that's right. the, the genetic lottery right that's your scarlett johansson who by the way has to work real hard not to get fat oh yeah to it because she has the body type that wants to hold fat mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I mean you know with with access to plastic surgery i could probably be a stacy you know <laughs> proper liposuction and uh and and uh breast lift right so we just got done talking about Elliot Roger, and uh, the, apparently there's a airbase in Maryland where they 
are doing a threat brief for incels out there just to catch you up on what you missed out. Wow. So indeed, the screenshot appeared the day after Brian Isaac Clyde, a former army infantryman who frequently posted memes that referenced the incel movement alongside anti-government conspiracies to his Facebook page. Because that's what you want to post when you're an airman. Infantryman, yeah. So uh, conspiracies to his Facebook page, and he was shot by federal officers after he opened fire outside of a Dallas, Texas federal building. I don't know if you guys caught that one. No. The guy was going to go into a federal building and start shooting up the place, but the guards got him before he did really any damage. So, Well, I'm I'm glad that, like, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm sad somebody had to die, but at the same time, it's like he. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of. So I love, I love making fun of incels. Uh, it's, it's a hobby, honestly. Uh, but at the same time, you know, there is a part of me that realizes that there is a real suffering going on there. Um, they are misogynistic and hateful and very often very racist. Uh, angry. So it's, yeah. it, oh, yeah, you it's know, self-inflicted suffering. Yeah. But there, th- there's a reason that they started to feel inadequate to begin with. And there's a reason that um, they started to feel, feel isolated mm-hmm. and alienated from their fellow person. Um, and that reason is systemic and Anime. not yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, it's, i'm gonna play it up for jokes <laughs> well it's terrible because like what okay so it cracks me up because i am not attracted to what the incel would say i should be attracted to right in men oh or well they don't account for my gay side so i don't know what to to tell them there um, uh, they just call you a deviant or they'd be like can i watch yeah it'd be weird <laughs> yeah like but, but so i don't know but like i'm not attracted to what is um what they would they would they would consider my looks match right, right? um right because that's that's really what matters to them well yeah see, that's the thing is that they have this weird like this is how attraction works which is not how not it at all yeah I am attracted to um, what in our society has often been considered unattractive. I, as, in men, when the, the kind of men I'm attracted to are generally um, fluffy. Fluffy, yeah. <laughs> I like, I like, I like bigger, bigger guys, and often I like bigger gals. Like, I like, I like my Amazon style women. <laughs> I like my thick women. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but who doesn't? But I, you know, it's it's if so people were more honest. I think. I mean, I'm not trying to shame anybody out there that's naturally thin or anything like that. I'm just saying that no. that evolutionary biology tells us that you know you go for the person that is set for the winter. You know that you're. you're well, I think that attraction is just a really complicated thing. In the right. Brain, right. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that. Um, well, that's part of why, you know, the feminist movement and a lot of body positivity stuff has been trying to not they're not trying to convince people to be attracted to something they're not. They're trying to understand the underlying um, biases that have created what we call the idealized person. You know, you're Stacy or whatever, because here's the thing. Even though I'm not a Stacy, I'm not skinny enough and I'm not tall enough. 
and I don't work hard enough to be hot all the time to be a Stacy. That does not stop plenty of people being attracted to me. Right. Very attracted to me. And guess what? That's fine and normal. Like being attracted to me and my curvy body and my short stature and me, my not makeup wearing day to day and my buns. That's normal. That's fine. And I'm attracted to, to the, the kind of men that I'm attracted to are not what we would consider movie stars. They're not, they're not at all what we would put in movies on the you know goofy side or you know like oh they're fat funny like that they, mm-hmm. not like that right and it's not it's just pretty average on the fluffy i don't know <laughs> like and it, that's what i'm i'm into i like that and then looks are kind of a secondary importance to me if it's uh, you know, we've talked about it before, but like it's a go, no go. Right. You know, right, like right, right. that's that's as far as it needs to be. There's, there's no ten point scale or anything like no, that. No, no, it's go, no go. And then attraction, the deeper attraction comes from the relationship with the person, the kind of person they are, how how I care about them or and I, yeah. not right. in a demisexual way, not in like a I need to have a connection in order to be able to have sex with the person right but that our, my attraction our, gets <laughs> what 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 i find attractive is really based more in the person and uh that's actually pretty typical right. um that is the typical attraction is that it is actually like looks actually are not looks are not that big of a deal in human attraction at all but the incels put so much weight on it and that's because they've been sold that their entire fucking lives. They've been sold mm-hmm. this lie that looks are the f- most important part of forming a connection because you're not going to form a connection unless you're attracted to somebody on the first look. That's not how it works. Oh, so you're telling your mass media fucked everything is fucking everything <laughs> up as well. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit, but it's it's not just no, 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 it's no, not no, no. just Absolutely mass not. media. I mean, it's it's the media. It's it's media and entertainment in general, along with a disconnection from reality. Well, yeah, that being not around it, enough normal uh, normies, if you want to go there, they're not yeah, they're not sure. hanging around enough people that can possibly go, "Hey, what's going on with you? Are you doing all right?" Instead of being in these black pill cultures, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, let's be honest: it's with how much we're supposed to work. And how much we are supposed to, uh, and we're not supposed to fraternize at work, right? And how hard it is to make human connection that has become a sexual marketplace. Right. And that makes it really hard to make, especially for people who struggle in social situations, to make new connections. Again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't make fun of incels because. Yeah, it's okay to make fun of incels. I really think it is. Uh, But it's also okay to understand how we got this problem. And the thing is that once somebody is already red-pilled or whatever, they're going to have to do the work to get themselves out. There's not, it's not on me to be super nice to the misogynists in order for like them to like fix their shit. Um, But I do want to address the underlying systems that have uh, basically alienated 
us from each other. So the the screenshot itself um, featured a reproduction of an internet meme popular among these people: the Becky versus Stacy, a derivative of the Virgin Walk or the Virgin versus Chad meme. I mean, this is a military safety briefing, or uh, what? What the hell do you want to call it? It's a uh, it, I, what the hell do they call it? It's a briefing. It's a briefing that you you are forced to sit through, death by PowerPoint. Yeah, it's a, like a threat assessment. Right. And so in, yeah. it says here that incels believe that they are owed attention from Becky's. The Joint Base Andrews brief reads, most incels believe that only men can be incels as women could engage in sexual activity if they wanted to. Yeah, sure. Um, Someone like me, outgoing, very just, yeah, I, I'm easy, I guess you could say. I don't really give a shit. Um, you know, when I wanted sex, I made it happen. Basically, I really wish I would have had a chance to pay someone, uh, instead of having to do like oh, a professional would be great. <laughs> yeah, no, I really, really wish I could have paid someone right. easily and safely. Like, you know, like, and like, that would have been great because there was a time when I wasn't interested in dating, but I wanted sex. You know, I want somebody to be nice to me and and make me orgasm. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> That's all I wanted. But I mean, yeah, it's been easy for me. Um, and being conventionally attractive does help. But also, I'm outgoing and I'm not really afraid of people. What on earth? I just find it extremely interesting that this is a threat assessment briefing that has to be given by the military okay. at this point. So look at that magic bottle of liquor appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> I know. If you're watching on video, there was a handoff. I'm just saying. Anyway, but I, right. they are a threat, guys. They're they're a threat enough for yeah. the Pentagon to give a shit enough to make a, a a briefing on this whole thing. So. Oh, they're scary as shit. Like. Stay safe. That's all. That all, that all I can <laughs> yeah. say to you guys out there. Stay safe. Yeah. And. Uh, I was gonna make a dumb joke like smile a little more, but I'm not gonna do I that know. joke. <laughs> you. No. Yeah. Maybe some. Maybe someone would fuck you if you just smile, smile. a little bit. Ah, there you go that's actually not terrible advice oh and dr nerd love on youtube has some really great dating advice for people who struggle right uh, but in a sex positive and non-sexist way right uh, he has some really really great dating advice it's awesome uh it's definitely geared towards straight guys so I don't, I'm not subscribed. I just like to catch a video of his every now and again. Cause I'm like, oh, it's nice that someone's talking to the, the guys about this. And I, um, I know I'm going to do a little bit of house cleaning for our own geeks out there in the world. Manage your body odor. Everybody has one man. I don't care how you do it. That's, There's that's ways a of good, doing it. that's a good, that's a good, st good first step. Quaff, yeah. quaff your hair. Make sure your hair is taken, is taken care of. I mean, I'm talking, yeah, don't, it doesn't have to be a big to do. I'm talking all your hair. I'm just saying like neck beards are not going to work for 99% of the people out there. Well, I mean, everyone wants to see someone who um, gives a shit enough to put on clothes. And it's not all the time, right? If you're going to the grocery store, I don't really give a shit what you wear. Right. And that's not where you meet people. But maybe if you're hoping to, like, maybe you could just bump into somebody at the grocery store, put on some just clothes. like. Not nothing fancy, but yeah, right. Body odor, hair, mm -hmm. uh, clean clothes that you feel confident in. Yes, that's, that's really the biggest so, thing. Well, right. I mean, those are those are those are feel those are, confident. Those are big helps to to you know feeling and appearing 
uh, confident in, in these situations. But As we say in exotics, mm-hmm. uh, sexiness is an attitude. Right. Yes, it is. yes, it is. Yes, it is. But your biggest help, your biggest help, uh, stop being a dick. That's going to be a big one. I mean, that's going to be a really big one because it doesn't matter how attractive you are. Uh, nobody's oh. going to fuck you if you're a dick. The thing is, it, yeah, you can be what you consider unattractive. Trust me. There is someone who will fuck you right. if you're cool. I'm married. <laughs> Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. Arthur, get out of the tank. Get out of the fucking tank. I am your dad. You're not my dad. I am your dad. Get out of the fucking tank. I'm in a tank and you're not. I'm literally in a tank. Get out of the fucking tank. I'm literally in a tank. You're not. Get out of the You're not my dad. Literally get out of the tank. Tell me it's ability. I don't give a fuck. Get out of the fucking tank. No. Okay. Folks, David Barton is not a historian. He's he's not. He's a guy that lies about the history of the United States in order to make it sound like it's more Christian than it should be. Didn't isn't he the spurious revisionism? He's he's a history revisionist that tries to claim that like yeah, but he's he's the spurious revisionism uh, in order to sell an agenda. I can't remember which historian was quoted saying that about him, but yeah, they basic it was directly him. They're like he he's a liar. Right, right, right. Right, that's what it comes down to. And so uh, on the lead up to the Fourth of July, of course, these people are just making a frothy mixture in their pants of everything going on with Santorum. Yeah, Santorum. Much Santorum. Yeah. So they have this guy dressed up in this outlandish fucking costume. That's like, I don't know how to explain it to you. It's like an Uncle Sam did costume. Overdue? Did it overdo Peter Coffin's free speech outfit? Pretty much. Anyway, and so David. Wow. Anyway, they're talking about the Second Amendment, and here we go. A lot of people say if the Second Amendment um, were written today, it would be different because they didn't take into account, for example, firearms that might have had higher capacity. Or how about the well-regulated militia part? Just, just how about I don't that? Know. Yeah, no, it's not so much. It's not so, it's not so much the firearms. We forgot it, the part where it was like well-regulated. <laughs> I don't know. Right, right, and the the part where there wasn't a standing military, there wasn't police force, there wasn't public. Oh, yeah security safety you know those kind of things like law enforcement and the protection of your local community that was the responsibility of your local militia right which was made up of people who lived in that community um also mostly hired to stop slaves from escaping and or protect capital from labor strikes well there's that too (laughs) so i don't but you know also regulated though i mean well-regulated slave right. captures, you know. <laughs> they were well-regulated slave captures. I mean, that's that's they the history were of very, very regulated. Force, yes. I mean, 
Not much has changed. No, never it's mind. not tea, but I mean, it works. You know. <laughs> or uh, we're more effective. Do you have any answers for, for those folks? Yeah, you remember they had 10-shot muskets. Remember the muskets they used back then? They, were, they, they didn't do very well. They're going to bring up a gun that was a colossal failure. Just hang on. Yeah. Not I, well, no, I remember they also had the, the pepper box revolver, right? They did. The, puck, the puckle have, gun, the Girondoni air rifle. See, the, yeah, the, the puffer gun. And the gun that was so bad that everyone's collectively stopped using it? Yes. Uh-huh. These are all the weapons that they're like, oh, well, we had these kind of guns, but they didn't work so goddamn well. Otherwise, they would yeah. have used them more. Oh, man. Machining changed everything. Hey, pepper box rifle. Pepper box fucking revolver. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work well. I mean, it's no. a neat idea, but you could just make a single barrel that throws a bunch of shot out. That's why we have fucking shotguns right now. That's the, yeah. <sighs> the deal was you have a right to defend yourself. Right. Whatever you have a right. So the biggest weapon in that day would have been a cannon. Yes. Hands down, cannon. Yeah. How are you going to defend yourself with a fucking cannon? Yeah, that wasn't a home yeah. defense weapon. It was not a home defense weapon. And nobody, <laughs> nobody at that point in time believed that that Second Amendment meant that you had the right to, to own, own artillery. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what they meant. No, that's not what they meant. And nobody wanted No, it just didn't. That, the crazy guy in Mary Poppins was shooting off cannons. I want to point out. That the personal use of cannons was seen as something a crazy person would do. <laughs> Based on Mary Poppins. <laughs> Based on Mary Poppins. The historical documentary. I mean, right. there's women's suffrage in there. I'm fucking all for it. So I know, but she was she was basically portrayed as an irresponsible mother. So. Yeah, I hated that portrayal. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. You're allowed as a citizen to own cannons. Yes, that was the the letter of uh, Mark and reprisal to, uh, um, was it from, from, uh, well, do you, you have Madison? You- <laughs> the guy's like, uh, uh you want to cite your help, source help, there, help me out buddy? Here, buddy? Help help me. We have all the, as a matter of fact, yeah, it was, it was, hang on. It's a James Madison, the, uh, B, there's a lettison of Mark and reprisal. And I don't, I've never read this before. But David Barton's got a copy of a handy at his fucking office. Yeah, no, office I, I, there, I so. think I think that was I think that was part of the Federalist Papers. Ugh, the fucking Federalist. Anyway, Madison, you have all the as a matter of fact. Yeah, was, it, was it Madison? Well, when you go back in state laws, state laws provide for it. So the founding right. fathers talked about it because you now what they did was said, "Hey, don't set your cannon off within a mile of town. We're tired of town getting blown up. Right. You know, is, but you can have a cannon." I don't think it has anything to do with the town being blown. You shouldn't want anybody in your citizenry to own a weapon that could blow up your town. But cannons weren't really firing explosive artillery. No, they were firing balls of shot, you know, big-ass balls. Right, right, Very heavy, very fast. That bounced and wiggled and moved. That's a... Right. I mean, there were cannons, yes. Community, the militia would have usually, you know, a cannon because you don't carry cannons around with you if you have to go somewhere you there you want the cannons there and not i don't know guys um at least since 1934 and possibly before you can't their cannons are prohibited by uh being owned by civilians in certain states oh in certain states yeah states i'm sure there was states rights (laughs) that's what we're going at here all right hang Mm -hmm. on you whatever 
whatever the government had, you could have. Right. And that was the belief because we. Okay, thermonuclear weapons. Let's just go all the way to the fucking end of it. You know, why why can't I go ahead and create a hydrogen bomb in my basement? I know the science behind it. It couldn't be that hard to do. I mean, right. It's just a I matter mean, of take, finding the materials. That's about the hardest part, you know? Right. Yeah. How dare they take bombs away from people? How? how yeah. How dare they take away nano flesh boring nanobots away right. from, you know, the citizenry? <laughs> I need, I am kind I of need okay with pipe bombs. I need these pipe bombs for home defense. I am kind of okay <laughs> with the state not owning uh, those things either, though. So it would be ideal. It'd be ideal. I think it would be nice if we weren't spending like thirty percent of our GDP on military. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I guess I'm not saying like that that we can ever exist in a world where weapons are like not a thing. Well, I mean, that's uh, why I voted King and not Kodos this year. I mean. watch out he has a board with a nail in it (laughs) i just don't like the way ours is doing it at all um but yeah so i mean mutually assured destruction is done pretty well to keep us alive at this point i honestly would need to see them cite their sources but i bet you i bet you most places were not cool with individual citizens Owning cannons. Right, I agree with yeah. you there. I mean, well, first of all, why that would be prohibitively expensive with like 1700s money, you know? Yeah, yeah. The only people who could own it would be really wealthy anyway. Then they'd have a reason to have a cannon to keep the poor people down. <laughs> exactly. We might have to take on the government someday. We hope that never happens. But in case it does, we defend ourselves from anything that comes after us, whether it's from foreign or domestic, whether it's a gang, whether it's a government, whether it's, again, a crazy uncle. Right. We don't care. So for them, there was... Yes, cannons. because cannon is a thing to use against the right, crazy cannons uncle. Right, cannons were a thing. For, were a thing. for a thing against your crazy uncle. You right. stay no. perfectly still and come at me in a straight line. So I could gangs, (laughs) gangs were just like modern gangs are a thing. Then gangs like what? I understand maybe a highwayman or something like that. that would try to. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure uh, there was gangs, but they were not. They're not. They're not like turf. They're not the same. When you're a jet, you're a jet. All the No, nothing like that. No, nothing. There's no limitation. On what you could use or how you could defend yourself. So they were okay with cannons. They're though. okay with cannons, and that was the that would be our equivalent of high capacity magazines or machine guns or anything else. No, it's no. No. <laughs> that, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that's still worse. Like, I don't want cannon could knock over buildings, you know, and given enough shots, it would send the ball through. Right. Right materials you know i'm just gonna say cannons are worse it's not the same thing no 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 it's not the same thing at all but the i mean even even the language of the second amendment the the right to bear arms that the language in itself uh would seem to imply uh arms that you can carry yeah, you don't see many shoulder-mounted yeah. cannons these well, days. Well, like, I mean, I could see, I could see a well-regulated militia, you know, having a cannon or ten. Right, right, but it wouldn't be right. But that that cannon, that artillery, it would be wouldn't private be, citizenry. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be anybody's personal cannon. Well, and the trouble is that we actually have no idea what they meant. No, not really, because they 
it got so fucked up. It's been hardly defined. And <laughs> but yeah. Citation fucking needed that they meant you could own a cannon. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. A tank. It could be equivalent to a tank. No. Well, they really didn't go into the tank thing very much, but no. it is not the equivalent of a tank. No, it's not a tank. A tank is much worse. <laughs> tank is much worse. Even even without a cannon, the tank is still not something you can own. One should not be able to. Apparently their argument is that, yeah, they, you should be able to own cannons and tanks. Okay. Um, no. No individual should have sole... No. Even in the military, <laughs> a single individual doesn't have sole control over tanks. No. Or mm. artillery like that. Like, that doesn't exist. Nope, nope, yeah. nope. That, like, those... Okay. So, <laughs> the thing is that when one person has the ability to control those kinds of weapons, they end up doing terrible things with them. That's pretty much what happens when people have too much power, or at least the people who get that much power tend to be terrible. I'm not sure which one. I just want people to Google the the tank incident that happened at the Browning Armory here in Utah. Just Oh, dear God, no. (sighs) Where a guy went on a joyride with it, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember (laughs) that. Yeah, it does happen. Yep. Uh, But, uh, yeah. um, But a cannon wouldn't do that, because... (laughs) One, they're very difficult to move. <laughs> they usually require they're, horses. <laughs> very difficult. Very difficult to move. Which is actually now really impressive when you think about that they were on ships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're about to sideline ourselves again. So yeah, fuck you, David Barton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't mean tanks. They didn't mean cannons. We can be pretty sure of that. Citation fucking needed. And also, I don't know. Our founding fathers also thought slaves were okay, so fuck. maybe they were. Yeah, maybe. And maybe they didn't, they didn't have all the best ideas. Just yeah. saying. Maybe mm-hmm. amendments are a thing that need to happen with a little bit more alacrity instead of you, yeah. uh, instead of just thinking, yeah, this perfect document from two hundred years ago is everything. Or maybe we like ever most nations, we need to up like redo our constitution on the regular. Right. Yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. Uh, the only okay. the only problem is that. We can't ever convene a constitutional convention because. Well, it's because they didn't want the people to have actually that much power. Hyper partisanry. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Oh, no, that. no, 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 no. The founding fathers very specifically didn't want the people to have that much power. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, they didn't trust the vast majority of the population. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They're just ultra cool. fucking cool, cool, geniuses. Cool. Good laws, right. everyone. Oh, yeah. Great laws. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Hundreds of mountain goats in Olympic National Park, Washington. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just giving this pause here just because no, no, I'm, I'm, about, I'm, I'm about to drop uh-huh. a fucking bomb on all of us here. So, all right. Have become so addicted to the salt that's found in human urine and sweat. Oh, dear God, no. That they are an aggressive menace to the National Park visitors. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, this is not good. Charging, uh, charging at hikers and trampling vegetation. 
They have a taste for the salt and minerals and human urine and sweat on clothes and backpacks, according to the officials. Oh, no. So, okay, that, that's a big problem. That is that is an issue. Yes. You want to know how they fix this problem? They yes, I do. In, they, they catch them and they put them in a petting zoo. Oh, God. Could you imagine the aggressive goat <laughs> in the petting zoo? Like, nom, 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 I just need to lick your dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, dog. I mean, a very specialized petting zoo. Not the, but a petting zoo Not the dick part, but he is an obsessive licker. And I love your salt. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> One time I came home from pole and I went to change out of my pole shorts and he just straight up licked my entire butt cheek. <laughs> Like just all up the side of my butt cheek, and I was just like, "Man, come on now!" <laughs> and I just, I just think about this like the goats like somehow corralling a human to keep as like a like how the vampires keep their blood dolls to keep so they can like keep feeding <laughs> off of them. Like they have a human in captivity that just walk up to and just lick all the time, be like, "Oh, it's so delicious." <laughs> <laughs> so the solution to this problem <laughs> is that they airlifted three three hundred and seventy five of these non-native grumpy animals to a more remote area closer to their natural habitat where they'll be oh, less no. of a nuisance. <laughs> and there are pictures of these poor son of a bitch goats that are just like hanging from a helicopter in these pouches. <laughs> It is, it's glorious. <laughs> They're just dangling there. They got their little blindfolds on. Yeah, because those poor goats. Fucking blindfold. Be like, oh god, oh, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh dear. Uh, okay, so the U.S. Forest uh, Service wildlife biologist Jesse Plumage. It's so close to plumage. I'm like, this is a fake article. But no, they've got pictures of airlifted goats, so I think it's real. (laughs) Mountain goat relocation will allow these animals to reoccupy historical range areas in the Cascades and increase population viability, it said. Oh, So they're not going to go around trampling people and shoving hikers down to lick them and stuff. It's just never... It's like human sweat is like some sort of delicious drug for the goats. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh God, this is such a weird fucking story. Are we sure this is real? <laughs> this is a real story. All right. So last fall, teams using helicopters, tranquilizer darts, and net guns captured a, a 115 goats during a two-week period, and they released 98 back into the wild. Wait, what happened to the other 17? <laughs> Those. They didn't make it. They'll roam the campsites to this day. <laughs> One of those went home. Sorry, I did, I, I did this wrong. Hold on, hold on. They still roam the campsites to this day. A couple of went home with some questionable staff. <laughs> hey, what happened to the 17 goats? Nothing happened to them. <laughs> what goats? What goats? goats. Okay, so there are further two operations planned this summer that will impact the National Park visitors. The first is July 8th to the 19th, so it's coming up here in a couple of uh, day or so if you guys really want to go see goats getting airlifted. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? So, yeah. So it says right here, it says, last year the operation saw crews capture goats from ridges and rocks within the park before being airlifted to a staging area, driven to another part of the North Cascades, and then airlifted in crates before releasing them back into the wild. <laughs> Goats are often blamed for environmental damage, chomping and trampling their way through sensitive vegetation. 
Sensitive vegetation. That's a dick. Well, yeah. <laughs> so feel the dicks. <laughs> ow. Oh, ow. Fuck. Ow. Oh. Less hoof. Less hoof, please. <laughs> it's. Uh, uh, they mean like, they mean like, you know, the pretty flowers. Ones. You know. The flowers, mm. yeah, fucking snowflake flowers. That yeah. you know, they need to get a thicker skin. <laughs> Literally, I'm so offended <laughs> by goats. Just you know, like I'm just saying, flowers live and let live. All right. <laughs> I love this article. <laughs> uh, they were re- introduced into the area in the 1920s, before the park was established, and before sweaty walkers took to strolling the hills. <laughs> It's like they're blaming the people for being sweaty. It's like, I can't help it, man. I am such a sweaty person too. Uh, like this was this is this would be a scary situation for me. Felicia running down a mountain with a pack of goats <laughs> coming after her. <laughs> uh park official. Well, like the, the terrible thing is like if at first a goat came up to me and was like letting me touch it, I'd be like, oh my god. I am a Disney princess. This is magic. And then it would knock me down. And then I would start, start crying. And then like, and then it would just be bad. Okay. I'm just saying. Licking the most sweaty of areas. So it would get this spot for me for sure. It would do the. Oh, that's a bad one. Uh, My head just generally. Now. Okay. We're, we're having fun with this and everything, but it says here in 2010, a 63 year old, 63 year old Walker bled to death after being oh gored by one of these goats because they are oh my god because they are 370 pound mountain goats oh my god <laughs> and it said it had followed within about five or six feet of him for as much as a mile according to rangers at the time so you're being stalked by a goat as you're on a walk you're like oh ethel god. get the car <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're big. They're, these goats are these goats are are big, and they can they can turn. They can <laughs> they can hurt you. They can hurt you bad. Park officials urged walkers not to urinate along trails to avoid turning paths into long, linear salt licks <laughs> and attracting goats. Wow! <laughs> right. Right. This was just so weird this week. I'm like, I have to. God damn it, I have to. There's no way that I can make it through a week without sharing this with the rest of the world. I honestly didn't know urine was that salty. I gotta say. Well, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Somebody out there, try it and let us know. Drink some of your own piss and let me know how salty it tastes. I mean, no, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense that it would be Roger, salty. Roger just came in the room and they heard me say that. He's very confused. He just gave me this like, he's just like, what? <laughs> and that's why he's a patron. <laughs> Did we just discover a new kink? <laughs> oh, dear. I'm going to have to explain and, that story yeah, And to I'm going to cut the camera yeah. right now. Well, that about does her. Wraps are all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. 
Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? All right, folks. Well, that does it for us this week. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out. Or better yet, just become a patron and don't miss anything. Head on over to patreon.com slash Outcast, like the following amazing people did who donate to the show every single month. This show would not exist without our supporters. We have Darren Redell, uh, let's see, Amber Mulvaney, Bicycle Legs, Cindy Spear, Colby Rasmussen, Cupcake, Cupcake Chaos, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Madeline Welsh, Randall Gaz, Robert X, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Tina Coley, Andre Skabinski, CPT Miller 132, Freethinker215, Support Americans United for the Separation of Church and State, Gary Gerfin, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lada Nilsson, Michael Walker, Mooney Feathers, Satan's Little Monkey, A Light in the Dark, Aaron Painter, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Arduin, Becky Fairley, Cecilia Antonio, Dave Lindop, Evans Murphy, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Malleus Farmentum, a.k.a. Mr. Bible Pants, Mike Smuda, Mike Yoakum, Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Rosabelle Howden, Some Random, Sosh, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, Ugly German Truths, uh, let's see, Angelica Pearson, David Hicks, Jeff Linville, Jacob Bream, Joshua Abadie, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Andrew Medina, Arizona Atheist, Bob Koenig, Big Sky 1889, David Hicks, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, James Kenyon, Joseph, Michael, oh, I'm sorry, Michael Lord, Matthew James, Robert Levine, Roger Bush IV, and Jazza G. We really do appreciate it, everybody. Thank you for all the love and support you continue to give to the show every single week. I only wish I could do more for you. It's, uh, I've got a busy-ass week coming up in the next couple of weeks. I'm, I'm sure you heard about it. I'm going to be going to Pennsylvania, so that's going to be fun. If anybody lives out that way, please get a hold of me on social media. I'm going to be over in the Harrisburg slash Mechanicsburg area, and I would love to have a beer with some of you folks. Just let me know. Uh, I'll be getting there on the 14th, which is uh, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. And usually there isn't a goddamn thing to do except check into the hotel and just find someplace local to eat bullshit food. I'd rather not do that. Anyway, hit me up. However, before we wrap this up, we need to remind folks that if you can't afford to share your love for the show monetarily, you can show it to us in so many other ways, such as finding us on YouTube and subscribing there. Simply leave us a review on whatever service you use to catch us, or you can always shoot us an email, a text, or anything else. We're always happy to hear from you. And with that, it's episode 257's closing time, and remember, everyone, you're welcome. And I'm woefully out of shape. I have not been able to keep my breath up during this whole goddamn thing. (sighs) All right, I'm good. I'll talk to you guys later. See you next week. Bye-bye. It's time once again for that delicious segment called Comments from Trolls. And uh, 
Trolls, trolls, trolls. Been, trolls I need trolls, to come up trolls. with a new intro for that because we've been at that for like 70, almost 70 of them. I think, we so should. Far, so. By now, we should have an intro. <laughs> an intro. Well, I have one on the one. podcast where it's like, Troll in the Dungeon. The troll. <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the first one that we have up here is uh, us talking about. Um, Mm-hmm. Alabama, we need to talk. The one that we did last week where oh yeah, the guns and the Bibles and stuff. <laughs> uh, this comes from a person by the name of Beautiful Disaster McGee. All right. That's that's not a bad name. Okay. It says, I came across your video. I am uh-huh. from Mobile, Alabama. Congratulations. This is one of the stupidest videos I have came across. I'm not going to disagree. I, I have came <laughs> across. That's just I love that. Instead of running to another state, or instead to, oh, Jesus, I've read that completely wrong because it's hard to read this one. Instead <laughs> to running another state down, why don't you learn to open a Bible? Well, I mean, that's really only going to get you so far. And it's that's really a skill that, I mean, it takes what, 10 minutes to learn to open a Bible? I mean, I mean, it's not difficult, but, you know, it can be tricky. I don't I don't have one. I I'm going to get one at the hotel next week, so I'll, I'll There you go. I'll have actually a full suitcase this time, so I'll I'll, I'll probably bring it back. There's got there's got to be there's got to and, be And one. I'm going to give it to my older daughter. I'm going to be like, "Here you go. Read this piece of shit. That's what your friends believe." You know? Oh god. <laughs> She's not going to get very far into it. That book is atrocious. Boring. Though I did let her start reading Scott Pilgrim today. Oh. <laughs> Nice. Oh, no. And I was reading She's it. it well, fun books. I I walked over to like the young. It was not. This wasn't in the young adults because there's there's a tad bit of sexy times in it. But like I'm gonna stop. You know, demonizing that as a thing. It's just a natural yeah, fucking thing. Yeah. So anyway, I, I I go over to it and I see that they had them at this library. I didn't see them at the other library. I just grabbed the first one. I'm like, here. She's like, what is it? I'm like, I, you don't care. You're reading this. I'm, she's like, what? I'm like, no. Trust me. Trust me. If you trust me about anything, trust me about this. You'll love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is a really, really good one. Yeah. So anyway, back to this lady. Uh, right. McGee. Right. Well, I do I mean, I do have a clarifying uh, a question to ask. Unfortunately, <laughs> we're not going to get a response, but mm-hmm. um, if we learn to open Bibles, can we also learn to open other books? I mean, the, is the, the, I'm really good at that, though. See, I'm really good at the at, at other books. Oh, okay. So, I mean, if it works for other books, will it also work for the Bible book? I mean, I did it did when I tried it. I don't know is because there, is there a special way to open? I don't are know. Are we talking I, like I, floppy I, Bible or are we talking like hardbound Bible? Because I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can manage a floppy Bible. Uh, I. Uh, this is such a really weird thing that we'll learn to open a Bible. <laughs> and that well, is such a weird why, fucking why thing why to say. Always this, okay. Statistically, bitch. Uh, <laughs> my good bitch. Um, and her common dick. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse me, my good bitch. But statistically, atheists know more about your book than you do i just (laughs) why is this always their thing like just you 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 don't know it and it's like no yeah i promise you you read the bible and you're gonna love god all over again you don't know what's in that book i would actually ask you hard question (laughs) to read the bible just try just try to get through uh just you know 
a third of the Old Testament and tell me how right. far you make it. Because I'm going to bet you don't make it that far. Especially right. past the lineages. You know, that's going to be... Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, it's the worst book! I mean, there's a, there, there is a reason. There is a reason that they say that the road to atheism is lined with red Bibles. Mm-hmm. It's true. <sighs> I mean, I, that's pretty much how it works for me i i suspected i it was sort of a yeah this this doesn't quite stack up and then i read the bible and went yeah no fuck bullshit. well i rejected christianity long before i became an atheist right yeah um so i didn't read the bible i just kind of figured out that um a lot of it was logically inconsistent mm-hmm. i mean like the idea of a loving god and hell existing can't be a thing right yeah <laughs> um but i did try to read the mm-hmm. Bible after I became an atheist, and because I was just like, I mean, at least I, you know, can say that I did it, or I couldn't do it. No. I know, I know, atheists love to brag about their Bible reading. Right. It's weird. There's only two groups that brag about reading the Bible, and it's atheists and evangelicals. Right. <laughs> and there's a reason we don't have a whole series of us reading the Bible or the Book of Mormon or any of those other books because. It's fucking oh terrible. <laughs> Life is short, all right? And we're the ones who believe that this is it. <laughs> right. I'm not wasting my valuable time. No kidding. It takes for... Anyway, next part from her says, uh, people like you is what is... People like you are what is tearing down the fabric of America down. Tearing no. the fabric uh, of America down. Sorry. Oh, okay. Just sorry. Right. I doubled there. Right. Sorry. I, I haven't even had that uh-huh. much to drink, but... Uh, I can't it's broken English every once in the like every other word I'm like wait what is that hang on is there punctuation because that's when it there's no punctuation that's when I read it terribly people like you are what are people like you are what is tearing the fabric of America down people like you are what is you are what is read it read just that little segment to yourself as you're typing it you are what is Oh, fucking hate these people. Yeah, that's a bad sentence. Yeah. Um, no, she's from Mobile, so we kind of have to. That's probably some sort of pigeon English that they speak out there. And well, I mean, from, probably being, not her from fault. being from Mobile, that's, that's <laughs> no pretty shit. good. I, mean, I was going to say, I've, I've talked well about Mobile. Like, that's, hey, that was actually pretty. Hey, yeah. They at least know what they're, she's saying. And also, people, in, people I mean, in Alabama, we're giving you a hard time. We love you. <laughs> We said also that we have our own problems to work through here in Utah, so we're just doing this yeah. kind of a... Yeah, glass houses, really. Right. Um, but, uh, bitch, again, my good bitch, um, no, we have no power over anything. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. We're, we're tearing the fabric Maybe. of America down. <laughs> right. The reason America's doing bad is because there's people with power doing bad. I don't know. Right. Huh? It Hopefully. could be. It could be. It could be. And she ends it, it could with be. a Trumpian. Ends it with a Trumpian. So sad. <laughs> oh. Why did? Stop it! <laughs> stop it! It's just weird. Okay. Uh, this one came to us through Reddit because I decided to post a video on Reddit. I mean. Oh geez. Was, oh, I just wanted no. to see if it would help with anything. It really didn't. But it didn't. Uh it was on the atheist vids thing where I put it the slash r slash atheist vids. Oh yeah. Okay. You get mm-hmm. sometimes some neat stuff there, but I, I just posted the one of Ray Comfort because I'm like, okay, Ray Comfort getting beat up by a lady, that's kind of funny. And we talk about 
all sorts of other naughty things on that whole thing. So, oh yeah, we had a we had it was a, it was a three good minute, fun with that one. It was a two or three minute clip of Ray talking about getting his ass handed to him by a woman and realizing, oh wait, maybe I shouldn't be attacking people like the way I did. Yeah, and of course we just made all sorts of jokes about it. But someone said way too much pointless commentary. Hi, welcome to the welcome show. Welcome to the show. You must be new here. <laughs> you must be new here. What are you talking? Pointless commentary. It says it's entertainment. Okay, so we we listen to to audio, and then we make fun of it. Right. And yeah. then we give it to we, you. We, we talk about what we want. That's <laughs> fun. Right. I don't know why this is like. It's a hard man. concept. It's so hard for people. I don't know. <laughs> Comedy is difficult. It's it's really difficult for some people to grasp. Yeah, because I think in that I video I was talking about not saving a mythological four year old boy that's drowning in ice water. I'd be like, oh, I'm just gonna crack a beer and just be like oh, that kid's fucked, you know, yeah. just as a joke because like this isn't a real life situation here. This is us talking about a non existent child drowning in a non existent body of ice water that you know. I mean, like, I mean, like the the controversy over uh, what skin color mermaids have. <laughs> We're gonna get to that uh, anyway. Oh yeah, we he, he, oh, yeah we this will. person ends it off by saying, "But Ray is a total douche." Okay, thanks for the validation there. Well, thanks. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. So that you was with us. And what you wanted us to like? Okay, that was somebody who thinks that we should be spending to anyone should be spending time genuinely engaging with his arguments and in good faith criticism of what he's saying. Nope. No, Mockery. no, That's no, 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 don't do no, that. No, Treat no. Absolute ridicule. Right. We've seen what happens. We've seen, yeah. we've seen what happens when you do try to engage and it doesn't work. It does not. It does not work. Yeah. You cannot uses... you cannot engage with somebody that does not share your own reality. And he because will use you as propaganda. Yeah. No. Propaganda. All right. So let's yeah. see. The next one we have was about a Liz Crokin video because remember she was going to quit uh QAnon if mass arrests still uh -huh. happen. Tiberius okay. Duck says, You, sir, are a hipster doofus, spelled D-U-F-U-S-S. Okay. Duffus. You are a, a hipster doofus ignoramus. Well, I'm not ignorant. I mean, I mean, I can be kind of doofy sometimes, but I'm definitely not a fucking hipster. You are a bit of a silly goose. <laughs> <laughs> in your in your nostalgia t-shirt, definitely not a hipster. In my nostalgia t-shirt drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Not a hipster. At right. All. Not at all. No. <laughs> Only thing missing is me growing a fucking spit curl mustache. That's about all I need to I'm going to start parting this down the middle and learn right. how to play the banjo -laley. Yep, that's me. I'm a fucking hipster. So. <laughs> banjo -laley. I mean, it's a valuable skill. I love those instruments. <laughs> they are lovely. Uh, Mr. B, teach me teach me how to play that. That'd be great. All right, next one we have. We were talking about uh, TJ. This was on the, the Secret Patron show that finally made its way to the uh, public this yeah. week about him wanting to be the ultimate decider about who lives and who dies in the world because, you know, there's too many uh -huh. goddamn people in this world. And I like how everybody was calling okay, him Thanos. Everybody was calling him Duck Dynasty 2.0 and stuff. And just because he's yeah, you know, that's fucking ragged. pretty, pretty. Accurate. Sounds like I mean, did did uh, D.B. Weiss and Dan, Benioff, whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, da- yeah, Benny off. Did uh, did they write this script for him? <laughs> it seems that way. <laughs> and so we said on the we said on this video that like, bro, you have like one point something million subscribers, and you can't get your microphone to sound good. <laughs> and somebody writes back to me by the name of Anglo Machian or Machian or Machian. I don't know how you pronounce yeah. this guy's name. I don't think you guys need to be talking about other people's shitty audio. Well, here's the thing. That's pretty good, actually. My microphone sounds great because it's coming off the mixing board directly into the computer. Theirs is coming through on Zoom, which sounds better than it did through Skype. (laughs) Dear God, it does. Mm -hmm. But here's um, the thing. We're not all in the same studio, and I'm not going to be doing the editing headache of fucking normalizing audio between three normalizing and and leveling and equalizing three different sources coming in and trying to sync it up and like oh but you could get like this other thing that you could record these things if we had a million subscribers we would have enough patreon money to pay somebody to do that though yeah we would be in studio every goddamn day recording shit that would be our job if we we reached that level yes you're goddamn right every day every day Guys, Whatever headline came we're up. Young Turks, but Utah Outcasts because one, we're further left. <laughs> two, we're more funny. Yeah, we're like, we're not. Come on. And also, we're not. The sky is falling. You're not like, and not everything's the end of the right. goddamn world with us. Like Tyt tries to make it to be sometimes. God, I can't stand Tyt <laughs> except for Hassan. I like Anna and still. I still like Anna Kasparian. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like Sank as much as I used to. With Hassan's uncle or whatever. I have no idea. Who's kind of like centrist left and has a pretty shady history with women. I still like, if I'm being honest, I like justice Democrats. I still like that organization. So don't get it twisted. People just because we don't like their messaging doesn't mean we hate these people. Just anyway. Oh, I don't have like a personal. Yes. Shitty audio. Good. Got it. You know, (laughs) we'll do every day. Right. (laughs) And then somebody said, uh, by the name of chip manly that says, you guys straw manned TF out of this dude. Did we though? Did we? I don't think. Well, here's the here's the thing, there, buddy. I mean, we don't ever really take anybody's you know arguments on the level that they are trying to express them to us, and we we take their argument and be like, okay, well that's interesting. So tell me about these deviled eggs that you've made this one time before. I mean. <laughs> What, what do you, I don't know what they're saying. Like we straw man. Like, do we sometimes reductio ad absurdum? For sure. Oh, yeah, we're definitely big on the absurdum stuff. But we're not really the straw man type. Like we're not making up what their argument is. We're responding to it. We, we hear right, the argument. We, we allow, we, yeah, we allowed him to make his own argument. We hear this. You're have the straw man if you get to say what your argument is. Like. Now, we want to hear what these people's argument is sometimes. We stop them in the middle of whatever they're talking about half the time. But at the same time, we're not they're not here in mm-hmm. on our show for us to ask clarifying questions, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we have to put pieces together ourselves or come to come to right. conclusions based off of what they have said. And let's not get it messed up here, people. TJ is a fucking nihilist. Yeah. So he says just about whatever he wants to say on the camera, not giving a fuck about anybody else but himself about whether it's something that he should actually say. So, I mean, that's not exactly nihilism, but he's one of these. Well, oh, is this the amazing atheist? Yeah, yeah. TJ yeah. Kirk, the amazing atheist. Okay. 
Let me, okay, here's the thing. Um, you, you guys who like these guys will always find a way to make an excuse for any criticism or mockery of them. You will call it straw manning. You will call it taking it out of context. You will find any excuse to not hold them accountable for anything that they express. So kindly go fuck yourself. I don't know how to tell you that you're being a fucking easily duped moron okay like you can evaluate these ideas you can engage with them you can criticize you can them disagree. And you might end up agreeing still but you're not willing to do that and you're not willing to engage with any criticism of them at all this is your fucking uh seth 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 of uh, the thinking. seth andrews Seth Andrews, this is going to be Matt Dillahunties. your Sam Harris, Matt Dillahunties, your your think your your uh, amazing atheists, and your Jordan Petersons. You're always going to have some excuse to deny engaging with good faith criticism, or hell, even bad faith criticism, or just plain old mockery. They just don't like this. Is. They never like the source you get it from half the time, and just, they they will find yeah. any excuse to avoid evaluating why they like what they said. They will find any excuse to resist thinking about why they agree. And that's because you're a fucking mediocre coward. That's why, that's what I have to say. And you're yeah, and better. they have bought into the algorithm, hook, line, and sinker of whatever mm -hmm. YouTube serves up to you it thinks that you're going to like it. And instead of going, yeah. hey, wait a minute, I don't really agree with any of this stuff. You're like, oh, I never thought of it that way before. I mean, <laughs> but anyway, that's it. Comments from Trolls. Uh, better batch this week. So thanks for that, folks. I mean, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Not much. Oh, not much. Still pretty mediocre. It's still going to be. What do you have against Seth Andrews? Oh, do we have the time? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.